Welcome to 31 Days of Worldview Wisdom, a Disciple Nations Alliance podcast with Arturo Cuba. Arturo is among the earliest and most influential trainers of the Disciple Nations Alliance. In this audio series, he shares his highly practical teachings and examples of transformation. In this 26th episode, he looks at your concept of time and why this matters. This is a very important paradigm that probably is going to help some people too. And I'm talking about worldview. I'm talking about how you have to wash your brain. Have you heard that, that phrase? Have you ever been told that? Oh, you're a Christian. They wash your brain, right? Don't take it as a bad thing. It's a great thing. Continue washing it. <laughs> Put more soap in it. Because you need it. You need to wash your brain and to put new things there. That's very important. And there is a paradigm about time. This thing taught me a lot. There is a paradigm about time that you need to to reflect on that. Well, most of you probably come from a culture that already is is that way. But in my country, this this is a big deal. Remember this. A lie in this paradigm will produce poverty will produce death, will produce underdevelopment, it will produce suffering, it will produce bondage. So if you are dealing with nature and you believe a lie, you are done. You know? But if you believe a truth and you live it out, then you will be set free, you will enjoy, you will get biblical prosperity is what it will lead you to. And the same thing happens here is the sense that history is going somewhere. In my country, and wherever you go and see poverty and brokenness, one of the things that, of course, this is in the mind and it's difficult to see, the problem with worldviews, as I told you, is that we people, we materialize ideas. So what we see outside is visible as a culture But what we are seeing belongs to something we cannot see, like a tree. In a tree, we can see the trunk, the leaves, the fruits, but we don't see the roots, right? Roots might be even bigger than the tree, but we don't see them. The same thing happens in every town, in every culture we visit, in every country, in every group of people. We see them with problems, but those problems don't start there. They start in their worldview. So don't waste your time, don't waste your money trying to fix things that you can see. You have to work hard in things that you cannot see, and most of them are there in their worldview. And one of those things that are hard to see is this paradigm. Because time goes somewhere. History goes somewhere. It's an idea that sounds simple probably here, but not in many places. Not in many places. If you see the the Jewish history, it's, it's amazing because God made the Jewish people to walk in life, always watching behind in time and watching in front. Their history and their prophecies to find out what is God doing now with them. What time are they living now? It's quite interesting. This is a paradigm. When I read the Bible in the New Testament, can you imagine people like John the Baptist or Jesus who were considered interesting people that showed up and show, they showed up in the, in the scenery, 
they immediately approached to them and asked them a question. Are you the one? Are you the one? One? Which one? It, it was hundreds of years, maybe thousands, they were making that questions. Are you the one? I like John the Baptist's answer much more than he said, no, I am not. Okay, then who are you? I don't know I could answer if I were someone, if they make you that question, who am I? Okay, let, let me see, my passport is here. Th that was not the question. They knew he was John, but who are you? What does it mean? Who are you what? What was the question? Who are you in God's history? Can you be conscious about that? That brings you a kind of consciousness. Do you understand what I'm saying? Who are you? Who are me? Of course, we all have an identity, but that, that, that was not the question. Who are you? It's a question in God. Are you someone that God is bringing to your community to make transformation of some kind? Are you conscious about that? There is a sense of history, and it's impossible to live a biblical faith without that. It's quite interesting, but it's a paradigm. Because if, if you see every Jew, when they ask you, why are you doing this or who, they start with Abraham, Jacob, all of them, and Moses and all that, and they end up with them. That explains them why are they doing what they are doing, where they are going. This perception of time and history is very important for your children. And I remember when Daryl Miller went to, to Bolivia and talked to us about the power of a story and, and how you could make a storyline of your country or your family. And I said, oh, this is, sounds strange. This, maybe it's a gringo thing. I don't think so. But that's not true. It's very biblical. And it's amazing. It's powerful. Because if you think in those terms and you see your life little by little, and if you are following the road to become fruitful, you'll see it. And you, you can be bold enough to say, God brought me here to do this, and you can have that certainty, and he won't fail. Because history is going somewhere. God is not doing just, it's like, oh, I got saved, yes, God brought me out of sin, and yeah, that's it, I'm fine, thank you. Everything is going fine. No, that's not true. Because in poor countries, what you're going to find is people think that history goes nowhere. History, what is that? For instance, in Bolivia, we hear the word history only in books, at school. And if you read it, you won't understand it. It's all bad news. We lost wars, the Spanish came, they killed us. You don't want to believe what you read in those books. And that's what we understand uh, of history, but that's not the biblical idea of history. And we see that we were not going anywhere. It's like being in a wheel. My grandfather was a poor uh, campesino somewhere. And my dad, uh, yeah, he was a poor campesino too. And guess what I am? Because everything is just repeating itself, one and over one. And that creates fatalism. Nothing is going to change anyway. That kind of people, they love traditions. 
They love things that remind them one and over what they are because they just trust that. They don't have identity because they are not going anywhere. They cannot say who they are. So songs and books and traditions and dressing and the set days that they celebrate, they love them. When you bring technology, when you bring new things, they get scared because they don't know how to manage that. When you bring education, they just, no, 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 uh, don't change anything. Everything is working fine. It's not working. You're not going anywhere. In Bolivia, it's, it's a country, uh, I'm going to talk about my country. You know, people don't like changes. And it's not because they don't like it, it's because they are trapped in that perception. And they sometimes find themselves comfortable because Bolivia is a place of a lot of natural richness. So people don't suffer really from poverty, but they don't go anywhere. So they dance, they celebrate. We have lost many wars, but we celebrate them anyway. It's, it, it really bothers me, you know, that, that type of, of mentality. And that creates fatalism. So people, I, I just need a job. Don't, 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 don't ask me to do anything, please, you know. They don't go anywhere. So fatalism produces uh, this hopeless view of life. Nothing will work fine. Everything will go wrong. So don't try new things. You will fail. If you don't try, you'll never fail. So that's fine. That's, that's okay. So I remember when I was in Guatemala, there was this guy. We need to make all the electricity work. And we, we paid a lot of money to a man who was going to make that work. But this young kid came and he was the, the technician who was making everything. So the contract was expensive and that man was making all that money while he was just with a small salary, this young guy. And I saw him every day and he was a very, very nice guy. And I said, listen, why are you doing that? Why don't you go and you make your own business? So uh, someone like me could hire you and pay you the money that your boss is, is making. He said, do you believe that? Do you think I can do it? Yeah, you can do it. You can do a lot of money. You can do much better. Really? Yeah, you can do it. Let me talk to my wife. Okay. Next day he came and he was there again. And I said, so did you talk to her? Yeah, she said everything will go wrong. Fatalism is, is a trap because you don't know that God can lead you. And sometimes it is a, a very simple idea. I remember we were working with this education program in Guatemala, and we encouraged kids to go back to school and to continue. But they always wonder, why? Why do I have to do that? They never saw anyone getting graduated from their communities. And we tried to explain them how God has a plan for every person and how God has a plan for a community. Our staff do it, and I don't know how they do it, but I, I began to see that all kids began to have a different vision of reality in their studies because they, this became a, how do you call these phrases that people began to repeat and repeat. God has a plan for my community. God has a plan for my community. So they continued studying. Then the day that they were going to get graduated came. And we rented a place like this, a little bit bigger, and many people in the community were there. And for the first time, they saw children of the community getting graduated from high school. 
And it was really exciting. The kids with their uh, white sh uh, shirts and, and their ties. And we all watched to each other saying, can you believe this moment? And all the parents couldn't believe it. And, and we broke this, uh, this paradigm. And someone who spoke in front said, you see, we are on the road. God has a plan for our community. And then uh, one by one, we gave their certificate to each one of the students and they had the chance to, to, to say something for a minute. And what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to go to this city and I will become a teacher and I will go back to my community because God has a plan for my community. I want to be part of that plan. One by one, maybe some kind of 20, some years passed, and the other day I was in Santa Cruz in Bolivia, and my phone rang, and there was a number. I, di I didn't recognize the number, so I, I answered and said, please, I'm looking for Brother Arturo, and I said, this is me. Look, I am the son of, of one of the workers, and I've been looking after you, you know, I finally got uh, contact with you. Oh, great, and, uh, and I was happy about that. And we were talking for a long time, and I said, what are you doing in life? And he said, I'm working in, in this company and in the city, but I was trying to find out about his family. And I said, and what about your brother? Oh, my brother, is, he's the teacher of that community. And what about your sister? Oh, she's a teacher too. She's in that place. And what about, every one of them were working in their community, and it was amazing. You know, they were professional people working in their own community, something you never saw before, never even think about that. So just breaking a paradigm that life is just a wheel, and you can tell them to realize that there is a story that they still have to pursue. The same thing happened in a community in Bolivia. There was this community where the organization I worked for in the past they put a lot of money in, in this irrigation project, millions of dollars. But the beneficiaries were going to be this group of people who are very problematic people. At a certain point, our organization questioned if, if that was really worth it, because these guys were just a terrible problem. They used to fight each other. They never did anything together, always making problems. They, they were interested in the project because they were going to get a lot of benefit. And I remember we thought about this. History is going somewhere. And one of the staff members came, came up with a nice teaching with PowerPoint presentations. And he took it to the community. And he began to teach. And it's quite interesting because he used the idea of a seed and how God put a plant in a seed. And it was graphic. And he explained them a new idea about history. And he, and he told them, history is not what you read in a book. History is what you are going to do in life to leave your children a, a heritage. Things new, because history is not something that happened in the past. History is something you are going to do for the future. And can you believe this was an amazing discovery for people? I mean, sometimes we take for granted those things, right? But they just, wait, wait, wait a minute. Are you saying that we can do history? Yes, you can do history. And they say, 
I thought it was the Spanish Simon Bolivar, all that people who made history. No, no, you do history. And can you believe that changed the environment completely? Because the next presentation was how a little child becomes a great person because their parents are working their education and doing this and that. And one another, just illustration after illustration, they said, so we can do a lot of things if we work together. And some months later, or years later, a friend of mine came and said, do you remember that project? Yeah, how is, you should go and see. You talk about biblical worldview, it's amazing what is going on in that community. They have incredible plans that they are working together. They are doing that. And just because they understood this little thing, that they can go somewhere. People don't know that. It's not that I can go. I have to go somewhere. And I have to see God working on it. Thank you for listening. Here is a question you might want to ponder. Are you making history? Are you working to change the course of someone else's life? Who? How? Thank you again for listening. In the next episode, Arturo will talk about how Satan is out to destroy the mind.